Good morning and a merry Monday to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle crew and to everybody out there in LinkedIn land and social land. Good morning. What a weekend. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? For those of you that are looking for Steve Noodleberg, he will not be with us this morning. He is speaking in West Palm. So he is somewhere on a bright line or somewhere up there in Palm Beach County. And uh, he will be missed this morning, but I promise we have plenty to talk about. What's up, Jakester? Ah, it's great. Great to be back. Good to be co-hosting with you as always the last couple of days that we do have you. I know we are winding down. Can you give us a baby pregnancy update? or So we, we nested again this weekend. It's been a lot of nesting recently, um, but shout out to uh, Gabby's mom, Irma, who came in and helped finish off the nursery. So we're locked and loaded. Aside from the hospital bag, which still has not been packed, which I feel like is pretty important, important. at this point. Because <laughs> I, I said that to her yesterday. I was like, you know, you're going to go into labor and the bag's not going to be packed. And then it's going to be a real problem. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. and probably the longer you wait, the quicker she'll actually have the pregnancy because it's not done. It's usually one so of So we're things. ready. We're ready, ready. And uh, could be could be any minute now. So um, we're excited about it. All is good with the family. And uh, Kai celebrated his birthday in Tallahassee this past weekend. So he officially had a week-long birthday celebration which i guess the noodleberg fashion is what you do is yeah and i you know it's like divorced parents you know it's the benefit of two holidays two birthdays double double christmas it was always the best part of that happening (laughs) right so uh and we've got a lot to talk about we had some great march madness storylines that happened this weekend and obviously, we're going to talk about the Oscars because I'm yeah, pretty sure that's all anybody is talking about. For the content of today, standing up for family, doing what's right, or doing what's oh, right. Oh, Lord. We, you see it? We can have a full conversation about that. And then we've got some cool celebrity birthdays to celebrate with some fun content around that. Then we can talk about some committed behavior and what the three C's are of committed behavior. I know Lori will enjoy that conversation because of the C words. But uh, let's get to some wake-up music. You're going to run the show. Yeah, bear with me. This up. We both haven't done this, so let's Let, do it. Let's get to some wake-up music, and then we're coming back. Wake up, everybody! So I guess we can't delay this conversation. Got to start, right? I'm waking up and Will Smith is all over my feed. So I know you were sleeping when it happened last night. So those of you who didn't stay up to watch the Oscars last night, first of all, it was phenomenal. It was a great show. Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, um, I forget who the third host was, uh, but they were hilarious. There was great comedy. um, There was great music. It was a very fun show. And 
towards the end of the show, Chris Rock comes up to um, to okay. the nominees for the best documentary, which Quest Love won the award for best documentary, gave a phenomenal acceptance speech and was great. But prior to that happening, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith having a bald head and made a G.I. Jane joke. It'd be fun to see you in G.I. Jane too. Now, I mean, well, do you know the backstory? Sure. She's got alopecia. So she's got a hair loss problem that is triggering, right? It's, it's, right. A, it's a, it's not something that she's fond of being made fun of. Right. But at, so first of all, when you go to a comedy show, don't you know that like everybody is fair game and there's probably going to be something that's said that can hurt your feelings or not make you feel comfortable or something along those lines. Right. right. Kind of fair. Like everybody just knows that that's kind of the rules. Second of all, after this, you know, joke is made, Will Smith gets up, walks out of his chair. Now he's sitting front row because he's going to win the best lead actor award, his first Academy award, walks up to Chris rock and slaps the shit out of him. Yeah, like, I mean, like, full on open hand, like pimp slap. It was, like, so, it was so loud it almost felt like it was, you know, it was fake. I thought I was watching like wrestling, and so I was like, "Wait a minute! No, 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 no!" He stomped his foot on the ground as he hit him to make that noise. Played it back over and over. No, he legitimately hit him. He walks back to his seat and is screaming, "Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth!" Completely loses his mind. So, I first of all, I want the reaction from the huddle. I want to know what people's thoughts are. I'll, so I'll come back to you. So you might expect as the person to get offended. Like you're Will Smith. You might think the jokes will come to you. When they come to your wife and it's something that she's battling with. That Not might, cool. Not might cool. trigger you in a different way that you never knew you could even get to. Totally agree. Right. Totally agree that like – Yo, she's got a, 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 a autoimmune disease. Like and there was a reaction of her face that was not very happy. And like, I totally understand. And as Larry Long Jr. says, like, we'll laugh. Right. And then turned his head and saw that she was really Jada was not having it. Jada <laughs> was not having it. So that then triggers him to respond that way. My opinion is this. In any other scenario in the world, you walk up on stage and slap somebody, you're being removed from the arena or from the setting, right? Like there are consequences to your actions. So number one, the fact that there was absolutely no consequence at all to the fact that he walked up on stage and slapped Chris Rock, which, oh, by the way, is a crime. Like, you know, so I just got the, I just got the update literally a minute before we got on here, and it said Chris Rock will not be pressing charges. Yeah. So <laughs> let's just be clear. Like, what a, what a favor that Chris Rock does for Will Smith because he absolutely has the right to press charges, right. and what a mess that could create for Will Smith had he decided to press charges. But how are there no consequences? I, I don't understand. And, and then maybe this is my problem with our society and as a whole is that where is it okay? Where is – why isn't there somebody in the academy going, I don't care that he's going to win the award and this is the peak moment of his career 
he just lost control of his emotions. He chose to to respond with violence, which as we talk about toxic culture, as we talk about toxic masculinity, like, dude. And then he gets up on stage and when he accepts his award and makes an excuse for it, says love will make you do crazy things. No, 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 Will. When love makes you do crazy things, you go to jail. Any other person who says, oh, well, I was just in a, in a rage of love or a rage of passion and hits another person, they tend to go to jail. There tends to be some kind of consequence for that. So I just don't understand. Well, I don't know. Do you, you think he believes he did something wrong? No, he does not. No. He does not. I don't think so at all. And, right. and so well, that's another like conversation yeah. about like, is that a privilege yeah. then? Yeah. Like, is yeah. that a who's, privileged mindset? Who's right is to decide who's right or wrong? Because in that situation, he would say, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm protecting my family and my wife. And good for you, but there have to be consequences, right? right? Like otherwise we're condoning this behavior for other people to mimic. And I, I forget who I saw. There was a comedian who said, this is a dangerous moment for comedians right. because now I have to worry when I get on stage and make jokes that somebody's going to feel that they're going to be the next Will Smith and get on stage and swing at somebody. So like, I just, I'm, 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 I'm amazed. I don't even want to say I'm appalled because I just, I'm in shock. I think everybody that this could similar, happen. Similar reaction to watching it. Cause it's not a normal thing you see at the Oscars. So and, and like Donna says, Will was defending his wife family over everything, but a better way would have been more acceptable and appropriate, mixed emotions, mixed interpretations. I, I'm just saying, aren't we as adults expected to understand? I'm not saying don't come to the aid of your wife, but stand up and say, Hey, Chris, did you know that she has you know alopecia? Did you know that she's struggling with an autoimmune disease? You think it's funny to like there's a way to come back at a human being without violence, without yeah. like the, the, it's just, it's just the, the lowest form of communication. And then we could turn to the exact opposite side of that and watch CODA win awards and watch the entire audience get up and give a silent applause and communicate to them in a way that they could understand or in a way that he could understand. Just I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock and awe about right. this. I really am. Yeah. But I, so it's interesting. And I look at it from a different standpoint. Is it the responsibility of the person who's getting joked on or the person telling the joke whose fault to blame should be on, right? Like he didn't know that that joke was going to trigger him so much, right? He then, right. Looks at him, he then looks at him and says, well, it was just a GI Jane joke. Right. So it, but in that moment, he doesn't recognize that it's such an important thing and it apologized right there at the same time. Yeah, and so and he just got smacked. So like, I wouldn't have apologized either. I'd been like, "What the f are you doing, bro?" Like, right. <laughs> and kudos to Chris Rock who ate the ate the slap, ate it, didn't yeah. go down, ate took it. it like a champ. I mean, got hit by a guy who played Ali in a movie, so you can imagine that he knows how to swing. Doesn't go down, and then continues. Has to continue the the segment to show the nominees and give the award. Who ends up giving it to Quest Love. Um, but that to me was the next step of it was like, okay, Will has the opportunity now to step on stage and own his behavior. No consequences were had. So now it's on him as an individual to make sure that people understand what happened and why he did it or 
at least say, you know what? It's my bad. I should never slap somebody. That shouldn't be the way that I would, I should communicate, but I lost my emotions. I'm human. I'm imperfect. I made a mistake. I apologize to Chris. I apologize to everybody, but it doesn't change the fact that we shouldn't make light of the fact that Jada has out. Like there were so many other ways to go about this that would have saved face that I'm such a, like I'm against Will Smith. Right. And I'm such a fan that like, we can learn these lessons on our own by doing it. Not at the Oscars. Right. You know, <laughs> makes a joke about you and you go at them. Like it happens in a group chat. Not Okay. In- so I'm going to give you a real-time example of a time that I lost my emotion in a professional setting and then had to go back and own that. We were preparing for our first game of the season at Cincinnati, and we're going through our Friday, fly-through Friday, right? So everything should be crisp. Everybody should know exactly what to do. There's no problems. We've prepped and prepared over and over and over. We get to the end of practice – and Jake Golick, who was one of my tight ends, Mike Golick's son, gets in there and runs the completely wrong assignment on a play. Like, and so bad that everybody in practice stopped and looked at him. Right. It was one of those moments like, whoa, what what are you doing, bro? And like, then all the coaches turn and look to me. In that moment, I should have handled it far differently, but I didn't. I absolutely blew a gasket and went on a rant about how we don't have a tight end that can play in the game. And I just lose my mind uh, and and really responded poorly and lost control of my emotions. And my, I wasn't physical, but I was emotionally damaging immediately after I knew that I had made a mistake, but I wasn't sure how I was supposed to respond from it. And I just did what I thought was right, which I immediately at the end of practice when everybody was in the huddle, when we came together as an offense, I stood up and said, hey, guys, I said, my apologies for my reaction. What I said is not what I really meant. It's never an excuse to miss an assignment like that on a Friday, but we'll be fine. We'll correct it. We'll move forward. And I got to be better as your coach. That to me changed the way everybody looked at me in that moment. They knew that I was in too big to accept my response or my, you know, my faults. They knew I wasn't ignoring the fact that I could be wrong too. And it helped everybody trust me a little bit more, but so exactly to dad's point, like I hope nobody slaps me when I get up and speak today. Like the fact that there was no ownership of this and no consequences, what happens from here? It's mind blowing to me. Well, it's, and like you said, like you set the example by apologizing and setting the behavior right for everybody. Right. As a young coach, you watched that happen plenty of times. And that was like assumed that that was okay. You know, exactly. And you saw it and no one ever addressed it. And you were like, great, this is what you're supposed to do. And then you get to the moment and you deal with real reactions to real people. And you see it and you go, that's not right. Like, that's not what I'm supposed to do. And by saying that, you set the example for everyone else to lead that way. Because I don't think any other coaches to operate that way once you operated that way. And like, you know, after it happened with Will, like Denzel Washington comes up to him and gives him some great advice. Yeah, he says, Denzel, obviously in person and an actor, is just the greatest. <laughs> Denzel says to him, be careful. In your highest yeah. moments is when the devil comes for you. Like ding, ding, ding. Denzel just continues to be the goat. And Bradley Cooper had come up and said something to him, which I'm all for. Like go support him and and be like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm sorry for you in this moment. And try to help him and and guide him 
through what he should do. I'm just blown away that when given the opportunity to own his behavior, and as Lori said, everything that he was saying was contradictory to what he had just done. I want to be a vessel for love. And, and he, he almost made it like, well, I played King Richard, who was this great protector right. of, of my, of, of his family. And therefore I, you know, am the same. And it was just. For people who haven't seen King Richard, you don't want to be that guy. Right. <laughs> I'm the movie a little bit. Like what he did for his daughters were amazing, but you don't want to be that guy. And seeing the reaction of uh, of the Serena or the Williams sisters, Serena and Venus, it was the highest uh, moment. Yeah. So I think you know the big takeaway from the Oscars last night for me is it's all about communication. And I think as a as a leadership group, as leaders within this group, as individuals, if we want to be successful, we have to be master communicators. And the takeaway is that in order to be a master communicator, it's not about how I want to communicate. It's about the audience. It's about the people. It's about who you're talking to and understanding how they how they communicate, what they what messages they receive, who they are in order to tailor your message to be able to be heard and received from them. And when you make a mistake, just own it. Good Lord, please just own it. Right. Could have been saved on both sides for them to both be men who are obviously friends and have probably been friends for years on years to look at each other and say, yo, my bad. Move on. So, right. It's just so many things that like, oh, like there's people watching that. God, I hope they have somebody in their life that can help them look at this and understand the and lesson. Kudos to you for looking at it from both sides, at least. Because I think there's yeah. a way from both sides, whereas a lot of people will rush to judgment and say will smith is this awful human right boo, boo, boo. like there is something that you can learn from both sides to avoid this i situation. get it i just i think it's a really poor lesson to to show people that when you make a mistake in that moment that there aren't consequences that's scary that's a that's a scary precedent to set for people as well, far as this is the way you see there's no consequence there is there's not i mean like his reputation is very damaged the way he gets viewed as you're talking i, I believe that it, he was at the pinnacle moment of his career and he was still offered the opportunity to get on stage and continue and in any other scenario in the world if it's not the oscars that person is removed and they lose that opportunity it could have been a very different show. They could have said, "Hey, Will Smith wins." We're sorry that he's not here, but we're not going to we're not going to allow people to turn to like there. There were so many different ways that you could have gone with that that would have um, just been a better example for what we want people to do. So, yeah, Isaac. So, how would you fix this? I if I'm if I'm the Academy, number one, I come out and and, and make an apology for allowing it to happen and continue and not addressing it. And if I'm Will Smith, same. I own that behavior. I make I make an apology to Chris Rock. I not for defending your wife. There's nothing wrong with defending your wife. There is something wrong with making it seem like it's okay to turn to violence. So are jokes going to stop that are like that? In no, nor they should they. Nor should they. Comedy, comedy is a vehicle to help people have hard conversations and bring like that to me. To me, it's not comedy that's the problem. It's not that Chris Rock made the joke. Should he have made the joke? Probably not. It's a tough thing to joke about. But if we're if we're if our answer 
to hearing things that bother us is to turn to violence, then we haven't evolved as a people in hundreds and hundreds of years. Like we have to get to a point where we find ways to communicate and have conversations and grow together if we plan to be in this 1% better mindset. Wow. Yeah. The 18 minute rant about the, the Oscars. We did write a completely different show about C's and. Oh, so you're going to get off the hook early this morning or easy this morning because you're not going to have to play any of the Vince Vaughn clips that we had. It's Vince Vaughn's birthday, who, in my favorite line from Vince Vaughn, is you are so money. Um, there's some great stuff. So thank you guys for joining us this morning. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation and the absolute rant about Will Smith. Um, carry on the conversation today. It's a great you know, piece to, to talk to people about. Have a fantastic Monday. A great start to your week. Actually, let's go out with the Gaga music because it's her birthday today also. She right. was great last night on the show. So yeah. let's go out with the morning motivational music. And we will see okay. you guys tomorrow. See you guys. Take it easy.